Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophiles Bookcase. I'm your host, Erica the Bibliophile, and we are here to discuss um, Tay Monet's latest release, All He Ever Needed. Um, let's jump right into it. Now, as we know, I love Tay Monet. I, the uh, um, few books of hers that I've read, I've loved every one, and I like this one too. Um, my only critique is basically, like, nothing happened. It was kind of like a straight straight through kind of story or whatever little problems came up they were immediately like resolved in like two seconds but let's jump into it so we have um miss indigo who is finishing up her master's degree and she's working as a house cleaner to a very rich man who she finds very attractive but they never like interact with each other. By the time he comes home, um, she's gone for the day. They don't really talk. You know, they have no interaction with each other. And one day he comes home while she's still there. And he asks her to have a drink with him. And she's like, you know, sure, because she's finishing up school so she's quitting because she's about to go into her field and so they have a couple glasses of liquor and it turns into you know i've always been attracted to you and i want you and so she's she nods her head to agree he's like no i need you to vocally consent so you know i know this is something that you really want to do um and he also took you know like we're gonna slow down on the liquor because i want a willing participant and it's just like at first i was kind of like huh but then i said no that makes perfect sense i don't want anything to be misconstrued i don't want no mix-ups no type of way i need you to know what you're saying yes to and actually want to say yes to it and you won't regret it later and so you know they're attracted to each other she's like i know what i'm doing and it's kind of like the one time she's throwing caution to the wind because any other time indigo she's straight lace you know she does everything by the book so they have sex and siren Siren, where the hell did i get siren from that's from another book i just read jesus silas um you know he's a rich man who's running his uh family's company and he's a playboy he he don't want to be tied down to nobody he's not thinking about getting married no babies no nothing like i just want to keep doing what i'm doing and living my life so after they have sex you know he's kind of like damn how am i gonna kick her out but mama was already out the bed grabbing her clothes like basically see you um but he tells her, you know, no, I spend the night and then you can leave the next morning. And so after that, it's like, how many months later? Three, I believe it's three months later. Um, she's graduating. Uh, she trying on her outfit, like the outfit don't fit no more. And I'm messing up whether she actually got across the stage or like right before she was supposed to walk across the stage, mama passes out and she's thinking it's like dehydration and because she's been working so hard to get to this point 
But no, kind of find out she's pregnant. And in the last three, four months, she has not talked to Silas at all. So it's just like, how the fuck am I supposed to tell this man that I'm pregnant and that one night, that one time, resulted in a baby? So she reaches out through his secretary to meet up with him. And so when they get together, he's like, you know, I'm kind of surprised to hear from you. And at first, she don't even want to do it. She's like, I do not want to do this shit. But then she tells him, and oh, and I've always, I'm like, you can't blame people for like the initial reaction. So it's like, I ain't seen you in three months. We don't talk. Like, I really didn't even know you like that. I just thought you was fine and wanted to have sex with you. But he like, ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. Um, and she's like, you were the only person I've ever had sex. Like, I lost my virginity that night. So this has to be your baby. And what is it? Like, once again, it's that I know you don't know me, but I would never. So it's like, exactly. He don't know you. So how are you offended by how he's reacting? He does not know you. Like, I understand you want to protect your integrity and your morals, but it's like, baby, he don't know you. So you got to take it with a grain of salt and basically like straighten up your backbone. Be like, all right. But, and that's exactly what she does. Let me say that. Um, she's like, you know, okay, I understand. Um, you probably had a lot of women try to do this to you, try to get some money off you. I'm not asking you for nothing. I just wanted to let you know. Um, and when the baby come, we can get a DNA test. Just so, it was basically like, we can have a DNA test just so you know that it's your baby. But even after that fact, I'm not asking you for nothing. I just wanted to let you know. And we can go on about our business. Because mama, mama is a scientist. She like, you know, I'm about to start my career and um. I'm about to be making some money. It's not going to be as much as you, but I'm good. I'm good where I stay at. Like, I'm not looking for nothing from you, so you can leave. And so he does, and then he starts feeling bad, and it's just like, fuck. How am I going to do this? And so um, they agree to get a DNA test, and he goes to talk to his friends. Was it all of them? I just want because one of his friends is our good friend from um falling from the wrong one law and no even before they find out about the baby he was going out to drink and they're having this conversation of you know we're 30 or we're about to be 30 it's time we settle down ain't you ready to settle down ain't you lived your life yet and it's like no with a person having like maybe the average life between 70 to 100 years old within that gap and you're only 30 like no you have not lived life yet like okay you've had a lot of sex that doesn't mean you've lived a lot of like you lived enough it's like if you want to get married that's great but just to say we're 30 like 30 is not old I do not understand that. Like, I've never thought that 30 was old. I'm like, even as a teenager, like, as an adult, like, understanding the concept of not only what time is, how years pass by, 
And like I said, the average lifespan, it's like you just get to 30 and it's just like, damn, that's it. I need to settle down. Basically, I can't have the fun no more. Because when people talk about marriage and talk about settling down, that's how they make it sound and how they make it seem. Like, okay, I've done everything that I wanted to do. Now, let me go be boring and lock down with this person, have a couple babies, and just, like, do mundane things. And it's like, okay. And y'all wonder why people don't want to get married, don't even want to get into relationships. Because it's like, we ain't even making it to the courthouse yet. Um, Before y'all just make it seem like, ugh, being with one person, having to see this person every day doing the same thing, like, that. It's so terrible. Like, who the fuck would want to sign up for that? And so they had this conversation because Law, like, he's not even basically interacting with them. He texting um, my girl Zay on the phone, checking on her and the baby. He He's like, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. And, you know, I'm just so happy. You should want this too. And that's another side. So, um you just automatically trying to push this off on him like you need to stop being childish uh sleeping with all these women and get you one woman it's time for you to grow up it's like my relax now damn it ain't even all that serious and so um he starts talking with indigo more because you know finding out about finding out about the baby and he's like you know i kind of did her wrong um let me get to know her a little bit. And so he starts going to doctor's appointments with her because then it uh, gets into his mind of, okay, you might be having my baby. And if that's the future, uh, I forgot their damn last name. But, you know, if that's the future legacy of this family, you know, we got to switch up your whole lifestyle. So basically, he trying to move her out her condo, get her another car uh give her a bank account to set her up to take care of the baby and for her she's like whoa 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 no um you know we're gonna co-parent that's it if you want to set up an account for the baby that's fine I, I appreciate that thank you for doing your part but don't don't include me in that you know I got my career that I'm starting and you know basically like no, we both slipped up and this happened, but I'm not trying to force myself on you and you're not about to force yourself on me commanding uh my life. So no thank you. Um and also, you know, she when she tells her parents, they're very supportive. She has a sister and a cousin who are supportive, but when her younger brother hears about it, he ain't feeling it basically you know like that's his sister even though she's a big sister he's just like i don't i don't trust that nigga fuck that nigga you know and he not finna try to play my sister because you know when they find out who it is and what happened how he felt about it brother wasn't feeling him um but also with silas with him running the company and his relationship with his parents if you could even call it that um, like the first time we read about him meeting up with his mama, she's like, oh, um, I'm about to set you up. Like, it's time for you to start, uh, looking at women and settling down. Like everybody just want him to settle down. 
and I'm like, either he 30 or he like 33. He like within that range. He in his early 30s. It's just like, the man ain't 60. Relax. And uh, he's like, nope. I didn't come over here for that. And I don't want to hear this every time I meet up with you about the fact that you think it's time for me to get married. And so he leaves. Whoop de whoop. Um, and then his mom calls him and tells him, you know, I expect to see you at dinner this day. Make sure you come through. So when he shows up to the dinner, um, it's his parents and another couple. Now, his mama and um the lady are talking like, oh, they have a daughter named Spencer. You know, she's away right now for a month. But when she comes back, like basically y'all going to get together and go out on a few dates and basically start planning for y'all future together. He like, what? And so he gets up and leave the dinner because he like, I just told this woman that I'm not doing this. And here she fucking go. And I'm trying <sighs> And I don't know what it is about parents like this or like how as a child you navigate through a relationship like this. Because it's just like, yeah, I told her. But even with you telling her, she really not listening. So at what point do you cut her off? But we're going to get there. Um, So then she tried a few more times to get him set up with this woman. And he has to shut it down. And tell her, like, that's never going to happen, one, because I don't want it to. And two, I have a child coming into the world. So this is a no-go. And so she's like, a child? Are you? Stop playing with me. You're having a child. And then, you know, basically when she finds out about the woman, you're having a child with a hood rat who's trying to come up off our money. You know, you need to get a DNA. And it's like, did that already? I'm not stupid. I know what I need to do. Did it. It is my child. Back the fuck up. And so his mom takes it upon herself to go see Indigo and offers her a check and says, I'll give you this amount of money to sign over all your rights to my grandchildren and to never contact them and never contact my son again because he has a woman who he's going to marry and who has agreed to take care of these children And, you know, basically, like, you're, well, she's too great to have gum on the bottom of her shoe. But basically, like, you're beneath me. You will always be beneath me. And I don't even know why I'm here having this conversation with you. And so Indigo is like, get out my fucking house. Because the lady showed up to her house. Um, And, you know, I never want to see you again. We're never going to speak again. And, excuse me, she goes to Silas and is like, you need to get your mama under control. He's like, I already warned you about, because they did have a conversation about parents and like how their lives were going to be, what is it, like intertwined but separate at the same time and what to look forward to. And she's like, no, your fucking mama showed up to my house offering to buy my children and insulting me at the same time. Keep her the fuck away from me. And so he couldn't believe it, but it's like, as soon as that starts, it's shut down, like, she don't get no room to try to interfere in their lives together and which is crazy because i'm thinking like in my in my head the way i think because i was like it was a critique of mine but it's also like and realistically that's how you want it to be anyway like i hope i'm explaining that right because 
it's like, okay, if problems arise, you want to nip that shit in the bud. But as far as like a story goes, it's like, okay, she came off her money, bam, that's over with. She tried to set him up, bam, he shut that down. So ain't nothing going on with that. So it's just like, if anything could happen, it's like, we, psh, 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 you know, basically swatting that shit up out of here, get out of our way, back up, back up, back up. And in this whole time, um, Indigo and Silas, like, they're spending more time together, of course, getting to know each other. Um, and Indigo is still working in a lab, but she's not working in a certain area that she really wanted to work in because she came through the door uh, telling her boss that she was pregnant. And he's like, okay, that's fine. You know, women get pregnant every day, B. Um, we're just going to work around it. Um, and at first... She thought my man's was flirt her boss because he's very nice to her and very accommodating. He took her out to dinner and she thinking my man flirting with her. And it's to me, it was almost like a father figure. It's like, no, no, honey. You know, like I just see something in you. I appreciate your work ethic. You're very smart. And I appreciate what you do. But basically he lost his wife um due to cancer. And that's um the 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 type of science that they're working in that they work on you know trying to find cures and things like that so he's like no and you know um the one thing i regret is not having a child because they both said that they did not want children so they never pursued having children and so it's like now that he sees her it's just like no i see you i see you working hard and i admire that but i'm not pushing up on you and that makes her like him even more because at first she was kind of nervous. Like, is this man hitting on me? But it's like, no, baby. And so when she finds that out, it's just like, ooh, he hangs the stars in the moon. And the mama, uh, Silas's mama, had her followed and had gave him some pictures like, look, is this the type of woman you really wanted to be associated with? She's pregnant with your baby but going out on dates with other men? And Silas tried to act like he won phase by it. Like, you know, we're not in a relationship. We're not even on that type of time with each other. We're just going to be parents. So, you know, this means nothing to me. But on the inside, man's is super jealous. Like, who the hell is she going out on a date with? Like, why the fuck is she looking at him like that? And so he invites her out to, like, a game night with his friends. And she invites him to a kickback at her parents' house. So they get intertwined in each other's lives like you know meet my people you know you meet my people oh you're not so bad after all like all that shit you was popping in the beginning you're not really like that or you're changing your ways to not become like that and so at some point they start they have sex again and it's kind of like uh we just filling this out we're gonna see how it goes so he in the beginning when i say he tried to move her like he tried to move her from her condo um into the condo beneath his because he bought it so it's like the one he lives in and then he bought the one right below him so he's like you know you can move in so you real close with the baby and come to find out it's not only one baby it's two babies so they're having uh identical twin boys um and so she's like no i got she had a two-bedroom condo so it's like no my space is great that's fine but I think he had a three bedroom. So it's just like um, each baby could have their own room and all that type of stuff. And 
she agrees and with that that i think that's when they start having sex so it's just like they're bonding so it's like i i, I like you and so uh, he invites her to a dinner what is it like a charity dinner or something like that and oh silas was also having sex with another woman who was married and at first like the first time i think they had sex he said he didn't know she was married then when he found out she basically explains it as a loveless marriage or he's traveling all the time so she's lonely and the husband knows like while he's away she does her own thing so it's really not a problem so he's like all right you don't care i don't care either but when he found out about indigo he cut her off but at this event she runs out basically you know trying to talk to him in front of indigo and she's looking back and forth at them like what the fuck is going on here and the woman is staring at her in contempt and it's just like baby you married you and you have no say so over this man which is basically what he tells her and then the husband comes rushing out like babe i've been looking all over for you girl come in here some people i want you to meet basically trying to drag her away from embarrassing herself because i believe at one point like while she's looking at indigo's stomach you know tears well up in her eyes like oh this one ain't hurt me like ma'am you're married back up and you know so that wasn't a thing either and um in the end they decide to be in a relationship and it's like i guess i can settle down after all and you know we're gonna raise our babies together which I, of course, I want it to be the outcome anyway, because it's like, I don't even understand why she's moving downstairs. Girl, go ahead and move in with him. Because um, I think what, uh, he was driving her around and he was sitting like, he had a car. And with her being pregnant, she's like, man, bending down, getting into this car is crazy. So next thing you know, my man pops up with a brand new truck, like you said, you know, sitting down in the car hurt you. So, bam, here you go. Brand new uh, 2023 truck. Everything in it. Boom, bow. And she's like, damn, it was only for right now. You know, under these circumstances, I ain't going to be pregnant forever. Um, but then he like, also, you got more room for the baby. So, I, 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 you know, that's good. <laughs> so, basically, happily ever after. Like, damn, I guess I did need to settle down after all, which I did not agree with, but it it made for a cute story. So that is all. And I believe she's sitting at number one right now with this book. So it's a great book. I'm Please don't misconstrue of me having just that little critique as me not liking it. I really enjoyed the story, especially when he finally cut his mom off. Like, you know, this is the last straw. I no longer want contact with you and you're definitely not having contact with my children you know we're good on that front and you know his dad is alive in the picture they married and you know his parents are still married but basically it's kind of like the daddy don't care he see what his wife doing he ignore her don't pay her no fucking attention and anytime she's like going off the rails he don't say nothing and he don't say nothing to silas either it's basically just like I guess y'all my family, whatever, you know, basically like, nigga, which is the complete opposite of Indigo parents because they were supportive of her and with her every step of the way. 
Okay, that's it. That's all. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.